Explain well. Exclusive to The Drive with Robin Ross. And unexplained well this afternoon, uh, the South African Federation of Trade Unions, SAFTU, had um, a bit of news coverage yesterday because there was a statement made saying maybe we should make it the law that government ministers and officials and so on should be made to use public schools for their kids. And that's going to ruffle a lot of feathers, but it's a thing that gets said around the bri often all over the country. So please welcome on the line uh, the spokesperson for SAFTU, Trevor Shaku. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us, Rob. That's an absolute pleasure. Tell me about this, this statement that came out yesterday and uh, what you guys would like. Look, um, we released the statement because of a concern that arose out of the report which was released by the public protector, which documented the gory state of affairs and of infrastructure mm. at a school in the Eastern Cape called Loiso Secondary School, where... There are 17 teachers, 817 learners. Division, divided, it gives you a teacher-to-learner ratio of 1 is to 36. But because learners are not evenly spread across grades, it means that in other grades and other classes, there will be more learners. Yeah. yeah. Now, in grade 10, in grade 10, the one class has about 164 learners in them. Now, in addition to this, we have this school lacking infrastructure such as the natural natural science laboratory. It does not have a library. It only has one staff block, one staff room rather, where all 17 teachers have to be concentrated and do their administrative work of marking, recording and filing. In addition to this, the school does not have a hall. It does not even have resources for extramural activities. Now, this is just, of course, one school. But if you look at the National Education Infrastructure Management System report, the latest one, it shows that out of 23,000 schools in the public service, you have 19,000 of them without natural science laboratories, 15,000 of them without libraries, 17,000 of them without math labs. Now, in addition to that, you have those schools which do not have proper running water, you have those schools which do not have internet. And you can imagine today a school without internet. It means that the school has to survive like any individual who on a prepaid basis go and buy data in yeah. order to be able to receive information and send. And, and I mean, that is not proper for a school. No, it doesn't help anyone. Yeah. Yes. So so the proposal is is that there must be legislation that senior government officials Cabinet ministers, premiers, MECs, their kids will also go to government schools. And the quote is so they can taste the medicine that ordinary working class parents are tasting in public schools. And I get that, Trevor, because the school you're describing, I mean, you say it's obviously it's not the only one in the country with those kind of Mm. conditions and situations. Mm. But the senior officials, their kids aren't going to those schools. Indeed, indeed. And this is where it becomes very outrageous because... They are subjecting our children, the overwhelming majority of the public, of the population that uses public service is estimated to be at 80%. Yeah. Now, the children of those households are using these public schools, yet they take their children through 
the astronomical incomes and remunerations they get from government to private school, where those private schools, we know as a matter of fact, offer quality services, yeah. or, have, or have good infrastructure, have extramural activities, and, and, and all forms of development that will enable a learner to be able to succeed and move to the next level and progress to the next level. Yeah. Now, yeah. this is the first point. So if you consider that it is these people who are bungling our institution. In one uh, view or one instance, we think that one of the things that makes them not necessarily to, t- to treat this situation in the public service with agency is because they are not tasting because the you're not yeah because you're not exposed yeah. to it yourself Indeed. yeah yeah we've actually got a message in from Donay who says I agree with politicians needing to make use of public schools and state medical facilities they should not mm. be allowed mm. to use private schools or private medical care and I think if this were the case there would be a quick turnaround in what the state of that infrastructure looks like. Nothing better than the taste of your own medicine. Trev, obviously, um, are you guys trying to get this passed as a law? Are you trying to get this changed in the ministerial handbook? Like, what do you think your practical chances are in this? Indeed. In fact, as you call, I'm finalizing a letter which we plan to send to political parties uh, for them to table this in Parliament mm. as a proposition for law, as a motion to be enacted into part of the Public Service Act. But also, we are, as part of NEDLEC, we are going to be writing to them to say, as Labour uh, caucus, can you uh, discuss this? Once the Labour caucus endorses it, we will table it to both business and government yeah. and propose that there must be a work stream, a chamber that is established to work out modalities on this. Okay. And of course, like you said, if I, uh, in, your, in your opening, you said this will ruffle feathers, and I think it will ruffle feathers, and as a result, there will be a backlash coming from the ruling party in particular because they do not want to taste the medicine. Yeah. Therefore, they will try to put up a fight against this propositions that we're putting forward. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, these are feathers that need to be ruffled. Mm. I agree with you. And it's not just South Africans who feel like this. I know around the world, you know, world leaders disappearing from their countries to other countries for medical treatment, etc., etc. It's nonsense and it needs to stop. Everyone should have access to the stuff that those at the very top can have access to. So we will be mm. keeping an eye on this. Um, good luck with your letter and good luck with the cause. We think it's a good one. Thank you, Rob and Ross, and, and thanks for having us. Absolute thanks, pleasure. That is Trevor Shaku, who's the spokesperson for SAFTU, saying that maybe, maybe those at the very top should be forced to use the same schools that everyone in the country has to use. They're not going to like it. Exclusive to Jacaranda FM, it's The Drive with Rob and Ross. Jacaranda FM.